1: Welcome to Years, Andy Lou, and it's officially happened, Stephen Curry is officially the all-time leaders in three-point shots made in the NBA. Felt like it was being dragged out for a little bit, but I'm going to be honest with you, the last couple weeks I was kind of like, dude, I don't really care because like, we know Steph's the best and we know he's going to make a thousand plus more before he retires. Like, what does it matter? Then I saw the moment, saw how much yeah. it meant to him. Yep. Yep. Saw the way Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, just kind of the reverence, yep. kind of the historic moment, all that stuff. I got a little choked up. Not to lie. Yeah. Uh, it's, you put it perfectly. Um, I was a little bit worn down. I mean, imagine Steph. If we were worn down, we don't do anything. And uh, the pregame was when it started for me. Uh, Madison Square Garden you've got Ray Allen uh, and Reggie Miller and Steph kind of gathering together and laughing and talking and it kind of hit me like oh shit like this is gonna be great like this is gonna be what the moment should be it should not have been in Philly it should not have been in Indiana if it was at Chase it would have been cool because he would have hit 16 like that's awesome but, like, this, this. this is what uh, the moment should be. Joe was mad it wasn't that Chase. But, like, this is what should have happened. Like, this is perfect uh, for what Steph should have been. And he showed it. Uh, he acted like he won a playoff game. Like, he hit a game when he shot a playoff game the way he – after he made that he, play, right? Like, he it was rem- crazy. It reminded me of a baseball player mm-hmm. when they have, like, historic achievement and they walk out and tip their cap and like they're kind of teary-eyed like do you see like Derek Jeter's last game or like when Barry Bonds hit a hit the the home run to set the record there's just kind of like it's a it's a slow realization of what they've accomplished and like slow is the name of the game with with baseball right um that's kind of what it felt like because he hit the shot the game stops Steph is kind of I mean, he looked like he had some tears coming, you know, hiding it in his jersey, hugging uh, his mom and his dad, and you could just tell it's like yeah, yeah. how much work went into this and how much it means to him, particularly for a yeah. guy who I don't think he thought he was ever going to get to this. I mean, maybe he did think he'd get to this level, but it's not like it's not like he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated at 15, you know. I, I, we know that Steph really only genuinely is bothered by what ex-players say about him. He doesn't care about what Andy Lou says. He's not Kevin Durant. What Steph cares about is what other players feel about him. And I think what this moment meant was that everybody now knows. I mean, everybody already knew, like you said at the top. Everybody knows Steph is the greatest shooter of all time. But like cementing it like this, having – like Steph's idols were probably Reggie Miller and Ray Allen. I mean, like, is that even a question? So like him yeah, doing it in front of those two guys, like. Whew. I was gonna say he's he's always ha- said like Reggie Miller's one of his idols, and that hasn't right. really aged. Um, Ray Allen was in the league when he got to the league. Like how much do you can really idolize a guy who's somewhat contemporary, uh, but Reggie was like a star when like you know Steph was ten years old. Yeah. Steph talked about yeah. like, mirroring Reggie with like hitting the shot and doing the choke symbol and stuff like that. Yeah. So, Uh, there's just there's levels to it and it's um, but I think it's perfect to be honest I think it's better that it was an MSG than in chase uh -uh. the Bay's the Bay's always going to love Steph more than like he's just never going to get the same amount of love that he gets in the Bay but when you consider just like March Madness at the Garden kind of made his name there 54 points at the garden that was kind of his coming out moment that he's going to be an all-star and a superstar in this league and then also it's just kind of like did you see how many celebrities and people were outside there and everything it's like i don't want to take anything away from doing it at home but there's something about msg particularly to steph when you take it back to college that it has like a little bit more symbolism yeah, I mean, I, I also think the NBA did a great job promoting this game and the way that they they had the lead-in promo, which was incredible. They had the Under Armour commercial after he broke the record, which was great. Then they stopped the game. I don't know what happened, whether it was a foul or time or whatever. They stopped the game. They allowed Steph to get his moment. They allowed him to sit down. He had the crowd go in there. He, they had Ray Allen in the crowd who we could, ha- you know, dabble. Reggie Miller took his phone out, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, all of it was great. Like, by the way, Reggie Miller. What a dad! What a dad move! Pulling up. He out gets the too fold. much hate, by the way. He gets too much hate for being a, like the announcer. He is fun, right? He also, a dad move. I mean, just he's a fun guy. By the uh, way, but, Steph is yeah. being interviewed right now, and there's a kid behind him with a Kerr hat. <laughs> I don't know. A, what, Kerr? a but, Kerr hat? A Steve? Yeah, Kerr hat? just a uh, K E R R, and I'm what? just <laughs> in gold letters. I, I don't know where this kid got this hat, but uh, we need. We need those hats. If you can find those hats, send it to Andy and me. (laughs) Kurt 2.0 hats. I just thought it was perfectly done, man. Like the the (laughs) night, it felt so great. I'm with you. I teared up a little bit. Um, It got me thinking like, man, if Steph retires, I mean, he will retire one day. But like, I don't want to get there. But just think about it. I'm like, fuck, that's going to be tough. All of it was just perfectly done. Um, like, it makes me like, I just don't want to talk about the game because it was so bad. <laughs> I just want to sit here and talk about Steph. But it's just – and the way he did it, right? Let's, can we talk about that for a second? The way he did it, it wasn't just some, like, yeah. wide open, off-the-screen 3. Like, just some, like, Kyle Korver shit. Like, it, no, it was some, like, running backwards, foot out, and quick release Rainbow 3. And you're just like, yeah, that's, that's – It had fitting. to be. It had to be. It had to it be. It had to be. It had to be. It's, it's Steph Curry. Like Steph has to hit a ridiculous three for it to be the record breaker. Right. So I, I'm with you. It was, it was perfect. And um, I think part of the reason actually you're kind of hitting on it. Part of the reason I think I was like kind of salty about the record pursuit is like, he's not retiring anytime soon. And when you talk about records, it makes me feel like the end is near. And I don't want to, I don't want to have to acknowledge any of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, part of me is like, what What are we doing here, dude? He's in his prime. We're, we're acting like he's like, you know, on his last years of his career and that sort of thing. So part of it for me might have even been like the psychology of I don't want to acknowledge that, like, you know, one day he is going to be towards the end of his career because, <laughs> I mean, he, look, he's the greatest shooter of all time. He's one of the greatest players of all time. It goes without saying he's the greatest warrior of all time. Like, we're never going to see a player who matters this much to this specific team. He's already been on the Warriors 13 years. He's going to end up with his his new contract, what, 17, 18 years, something like that. Right. Like, he might, I don't know, does he play 20 years? We'll see. You know, it doesn't really matter. You're never going to see a player play 17 years with a, one franchise again. He's going to do that. And then on top of it, if you see a guy play that many years, are they going to do it the way he did it? You know, like, that's the other thing. He changed the game. He changed a franchise. He turned a laughing stock team into a laughing stock team. 100%, 100%, not kind of 100%. Yeah. He turned a laughing or he turned, he took a laughing stock team and helped make them a glamour franchise. Like, People hate the Warriors now the same way they hate the Lakers and Celtics because they think the fan base is so obnoxious and thinks they're entitled and it's like that's a literally because of Steph Curry. He took a team that everyone no one thought mattered and turned them into a glamour team, right? And that's I mean I mean he's he's good he's the most important warrior. I would be shocked if there is another player who has anywhere near this level of impact. Oh god no. In Warriors history, you know, we're in our thirties. I don't know how (laughs) long, you know, I I like to think I'm going to live a long, long time. uh, (laughs) You are getting, you are getting, I'm cutting you off, man. You are getting Uh, um, there. will the Steph impact stuff is he is one of the most impactful players in any sport across any generation. Um, I watched tonight. Um, Emmanuel quickly shoot a step back three, and I'm just like, yeah, this shit is not flying ten years ago. And this is Emmanuel quickly, who's a decent young player trying to make his way into the he league. Can, he can shoot. He's gonna be a shooter right. in this league for a period of time. But yes, you're right. He's <laughs> right. The, t- but ten years ago. Yeah. First off, f- ten years ago, Tom Thibodeau would never <laughs> allow him to take that shot. Like that's actually exactly. the best part, The best part of it is it's Tibbs like could not get a more like old school salty coach. I could never imagine a coach like that, allowing quickly to take a step back three. And now he's forced to encourage it. He's forced to like, yeah. well, this is how we got to play the game. That's Steph yeah. Curry's impact. And that stuff. Exactly. That's exactly. And that's when you talk about not just the greatest shooter, because it's unequivocally objectively the greatest shooter of all time. Part of it is like, you know why Steph, you know why Steph got to this many threes in this little games? He shot a lot more. And you know why he shot a lot more? Because he changed the freaking game. You know what I mean? Love Ray. I I watched Ray growing up. Reggie's before my time. But, like, you know, those guys didn't shoot that many threes because they couldn't. That wasn't how the game was. Steph Curry came along and he said, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to shoot five threes a game. I'm going to shoot eight. Now I'm shooting 15. And that's just where the NBA's going to be for the next, you know, at least the next 10 years. So I'm going to shoot man, from I'm I'm going to shoot from 26, I'm going to shoot from 28, I'm going to start shooting from 30, <laughs> 35. I'm going to start shooting off the bounce. I'm, he literally yeah. made the off the dribble 3 a not just make it okay. It's a necessity. Like what star perimeter player can get away without having that shot? I mean even LeBron has it because he's forced to have it now. Yeah, I was I was gonna say the players who don't have that shot got passed by the wayside. Russell Westbrook yeah, does not yeah. have that shot. Eight years ago, Russell people would be like, "Oh, Russ or Steph, you know, do you want the athleticism or the shooting?" Huh? Now it's not even a conversation. <laughs> people acknowledge Russ is not on that level because he can't shoot the ball, and if he can't shoot the ball. There's just a limit to how good a playmaker you can be, huh? yeah. unless you're you know six tat or something, but he's huh? not. So. Oh. Huh? There will never be another like him. Good for Steph. Um, him him tearing up in the middle of a game is crazy, though, right? Like that stuff is that stuff is insane. So, do
0: we want to talk about the game, Samuel? Do we want to talk about the game?
1: We can talk a little about the game, and people can call in and talk about the game. It just, I, I mean, the game. It's hard for me to think of a hazier Warrior game, and it's mm-hmm. not just because it was kind of a. It was it was a quintessential mid December game. You know, it's just kind of like, dude, just get through it kind of ugly, all that sort of stuff. But it's just like watching Steph set the record in the first quarter, it was like hard for me to mentally focus on what was going on on the court for like half a game. Okay. Okay. You're in a good mood. I can see you're in a good mood because the game frustrated me a lot. And uh, so it doesn't (laughs) sound like you're too worried about it. But, you know, the Steph stuff is great. We spent almost 20 minutes on it. But the game itself is – I was frustrated, Tim. I think the offense has regressed to levels like I'm watching from last season right now. Part of it's they just missed a lot of open threes. Part of it's kind of the so. so I, I don't want to be a party pooper, guys. I just but you know the offense is worrisome. Let's see what happens with a couple days off, I guess. But yeah, it was it was
2: tough. Against a Knicks team that, you know, not very good. I do
1: wanna I do wanna note something on that, and I'm sure I will throw this stat out there a bazillion more times because I love to spam stats. Um, uh, at six a.m. too, by the way. 6, I'm waking up watching you tweet stats yeah. at six in the morning. Jesus. At um okay, so the Warriors obviously had that eight game homestand at the beginning of the season. They get off to an amazing start, you know, all that sort of stuff. Since that eight-game homestand, they have, they're have 11-4, which is mm-hmm. really good. Actually, now they're 12-4. They have the number one defense in those 15 games. The defense is real. I haven't seen them have one game where I'm like, damn, they're getting exposed on defense, right? Huh. Correct. They, they haven't. The offense has dropped to eighth in the league during that span, which is not bad, but it's – far different from the offense that was like ranked number one, the first 10 games of the season, there has been some offensive regression. I think it's just, it's a talent thing, honestly, like they're playing defense first players. There's just not a lot of shot creation on the floor. There's not a lot of shot making on the floor at times. Steve's always going to play Looney, Gary Payton, the second, and those guys kind of over shooting options. And we're, we're seeing more and more ugly basketball because I think, Opposing teams are starting to figure out what the Warriors want to do, and they're just like asking players who are, let's just say, like okay, offensive players to beat them. Yeah, um, I, you hit all the right buttons. I, I think that's it. I, I just part of it's that uh, part of it's kind of the players that they're playing are just elite. Like J, anytime you get JTA, GP2, Damien Lee is a good defender. He's not making shots, but he's a good defender. Um, so they're getting away with his minutes, right? But like Looney, especially right, like Kaminga. Like those are five guys that you know, good defenders, part of the number one defense. But you're not going to get much offense out of that group, right? And I think that's why and I tweeted this right after the game. But I think they're limping towards, uh not limping. God, I shouldn't say that. They're the number one defense, number one team in the league. But they are anxiously waiting for the day Klay Thompson comes back, and hopefully that will be on the homestand here after this week. Um, hopefully in a, next week or so, um, because a lot of those shots that are going missing where guys aren't shooting. I cannot wait, Sam. I cannot wait to see Clay shoot them. I just I'm so excited because it's I guess it's not that they need it. Stuff is going to get hot, but they kinda need it. <laughs> they kind of well, do, they, especially against these better teams. Right? They need they need someone who can make shots. Um, yeah. just just score under defensive intensity, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. Like someone so, pool was good a, today, but yeah, yeah. They need a legitimate second option. Wool's not a second option yet. Wiggins not a second option. They need a legitimate second option. So, yeah, yeah, no, I I agree with you. Poole, by the way, dude, Poole Poole needs to learn how to to fall, man. Oh, my God. I said the same thing. But a couple of those falls he took, I'm like, man, you're lucky you're 22 years old because that stuff's not going to fly in a couple years. You're going to start being on the – on the injured list on a regular basis well i said that so the andre godala got fouled he went to the ground and he fell in slow-mo he did the old man fall you know you know the fall yeah yeah i don't need to fall but you know what i'm not gonna stand because i think it's gonna actually hurt more to land and try to stand i'm just gonna go to the ground jordan Poole fell three times in the last five minutes and each time i was like yo if draymond iguodala or steph fell like that those guys might be out for three days but Jordan pull Pot right back up. He's fine because he's 22 years old. Um, I'm with you. He might want to figure out how to land on two legs or just kind of break his fall a little bit better because, man, it's like, you know, we're kind of a little bit scarred with Steph's ankles, but his legs are going everywhere. His arm's going everywhere. He looked great getting to the rim tonight. I thought he was very, very good. His shots will fall. But, but hey, fingers crossed, Jordan, please. <laughs> please, please learn to fall because we don't need him to get hurt. Uh, he's too crucial to the team. The other thing I want to talk about is uh, Kuminga. Ten minutes tonight. Ooh, I thought he I played a solid game there. I thought I thought he brought some energy, and it's like, man, I get excited when he gets on the floor because there is a lot of potential there, man. There's just he has so much talent to be like a two-way monster. And I thought he played good defense on Julius Randall tonight. I thought he he had a couple strong moves to the rim. I mean. I want to fast forward like two years to be, to be perfectly really <laughs> frank to see, to see the player he can be, right? Yeah. I think the Warriors would like to, I think Draymond would like them to fast forward two years. I think Draymond knows that Kaminga going to be really good. He goes out of his way to say that they need twice now in a post game where Draymond has said, Hey, we're going to need Kaminga here. He provides things that we can't. Uh, Draymond's smart, man. Like he knows. I think he knows Kaminga going to be very good. First play of the game. Uh, slow game. He comes in, takes a Steph screen, back screen, goes straight to the hole, lays it up. And I'm just like, yeah, who on the team is able to do that? Steph, Jordan Poole, that's about it. And those guys are guys that are 6'3". Kaminga's 6'8", 6'9". All muscle, straight to the hoop. Like, there's nobody on the team that can do what he does. And defensively, we talked about this last night, Sam. We talk about it repeatedly, and every time, I'm, I'm just a little bit more excited because he does not make stupid plays defensively. He just doesn't. And that's yes. crazy from a 19-year-old. Yeah, he doesn't reach. That's that's the most impressive part. Like, 19-year-old, you should be getting caught on pump fakes. Yes. Repeatedly against yes. pros. And he doesn't. He's got pretty good instincts on the defensive end. Uh, he's got good instincts on both sides of the ball, qu- quite frankly. But, yeah, I mean, he's – you can see that there is a, just so much potential there in so many different areas. Just as I said, in my opinion – if he can smooth out that jump shot, that's really all it takes at this point. Yeah. Everything else, everything is everything else is going to come. I need him, I need I want to see him play more. I need him to play. I don't care who he plays over. Um he needs to be out there more often. I want to see him get more creative. I want to see him guard. He guarded Julius Randle tonight. He's str- Kaminga Randall moved Draymond a few times. Randall did not move Kaminga. It's a few possessions that he tried to that's scary stuff <laughs> that is really scary if you're telling me that Kaminga's got the lower body strength against big guys that Draymond does ah man maybe I'm just getting too excited here but that is that is elite defensive and you, see, you, count, you see on the offensive end too like guys just bounce oh, off. Okay, man so rim I'm like oh that's yeah, there's no one else on the Warriors who does that. That's that's <laughs> the type of stuff you see from like Kawhi Leonard and exactly you know, some of the better wings in the league. Not saying he'll ever be as good as those guys. That's a ridiculously high bar to get to. But it's like, dude, he's I, I don't even think he's filled out his body. To be perfectly frank, like no dude, way he's no way. gonna get he's gonna get stronger. He's gonna you know kind of put on more muscle mass. I don't even know if he needs to to be to be honest. And <laughs> um. It's, it's just it's going to be scary when he gets a little older and you're like, oh, this guy's this guy's going to be able to just move bodies to the rim when he wants He's, to. he's either going to be Kawhi Leonard or LeBron James. There's no in-between. There's no low. Like, you know, that's where it, <laughs> I am. A, we, we do a lot of JK, JK love on this podcast, but I, I'm excited to see how he plays the next couple of weeks, man. Excited. Golden State Warriors basketball is finally back and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Warriors tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K, P-I-C-K, is the original no fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NBA tickets. TickPick got rid of all the awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best price on all of their NBA tickets. If you don't believe it, if you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will actually give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. I actually did that for the San Francisco Giants game against the LA Dodgers game one, compared it to another site that I usually use. TickPick was actually cheaper. Uh, So there you go. But make sure you go to TickPick for all your Warriors tickets games this season. Visit TickPick.com today to save $10 on your first order of Golden State Warriors tickets. Again, it's TickPick.com. All right, should we open this to some callers? Let's get to the Goonies. Hopefully we'll get some people calling from MSG, maybe. Let's start with Bernardo from Brazil. Bernardo, what's Hello. up, man? What's up? Can you hear me? Fine, oh,
4: sir. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, so I have one cheeky question and a comment. The cheeky question is, who would win in the three-point shootout? Oro Porter and Bielitsa or the Crash Bros. in Portland? And the, <laughs> the comment is: I was watching the Thinking Basketball video about Draymond, and I at the at the beginning of the video he says that the Warriors have a net a defensive rating nine points below league average, which means a hundred this year right. in in this in this situation like the league average is one hundred eight, so the Warriors are around a hundred. That's essentially a open Westbrook three pointer on average in defense. Like the the average possession that you give up is the value of an open Westbrook three pointer. Like think about that. Think about how good the Warriors' defense is being, and that leads me to, in my opinion, and that's my personal opinion because I value defense and, defense and playmaking a lot. Draymond might be one of the ten best players in the world today, based on his impact defensively and how he play play makes next step so yeah that's it
1: Bernardo I appreciate it by the way how many players in the NBA can even outshoot Otto Porter in a shooting contest like yeah that's kind of a fun question like who who would win a shooting contest Damon CJ or Otto and Bielitsa I think I'd take Otto and Bielica if, if we're just talking about shooting in an oh, open gym. Oh, God. Like shooting in an open gym versus shooting in a game are, are different. Like obviously you're talking about like shooting under pressure off the bounce. I'm taking Portland's guys, but. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm with but you. like I, Otto, I don't know, man, that, that shot is automatic. No other way around it, right? Like, it's, yeah, I mean, you, you get him going around the shooting rack. I feel like, I feel like he, he's, he's the type of guy who might be able to beat Steph or Clay every now and then in the shooting contests, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's got a he's got a clay type of like get him set up, he's he's money. Now he doesn't have the off the off the screen type of stuff Clay has. But but a four for four tonight from three. Um I thought he was good defensively, he's a mess, but you know, some days he's less of a mess than other days. Against a weak offensive team like the Knicks, you get to live with Bialita. So I'm happy that he played those minutes. Made some huge, huge threes. Uh he's shot from really far away, which I thought was interesting. I don't blame him from sometimes passing up shots because I always feel like because his release is slower. That he can't get it up. Pause. He can't release it as quick as as you know an auto porter, right? And he shoots it kind of from the middle of his body. So I don't know. I just you know against these type of teams, Belly Belly, I thought he was good today, man. Um, I I I got no no slander for Belly, but yeah, that that question. It is does amazing. feel like. By the way, that's a, that's a good catch. It does feel like it's a coaching um, coaching staff adjustment to have him. That's a good call. Take even another step back because they're like, look, man, you got a slow release. Why don't we just have you step farther away from the basket? You shoot it just as well. Like if Bealita has time to get off his shot, he shoots as well as any, you know, as anyone, right? It's just like yeah. I don't think he, you're right. He doesn't have as quick a release as like a Clay Thompson or a Steph Curry, yeah. of course, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and also it gives the Warriors more spacing. That's like what the the Rockets used to always do with like guys like. Ryan well, I Williams know, yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, dude. Stand thirty feet out. Make them guard you out there. Make them just a creative driving lane for Jordan Poole or Wiggins to just get to the rim. You know? Yeah. I mean right so. as long as you don't have Rhino playing a game seven trying to guard Steph Curry, you know, you'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's, yeah let's let's avoid that. <laughs> Draymond top ten he mentioned. Um I don't know about that, but Draymond is uh, impact wise definitely one of the best in the league. Draymond Draymond's excellent, but I need to see the offense get to sixteen levels before I go top ten. <laughs> all right. Will, what's up, bro? What
5: a night, fellas. I got three major points. Yeah. Closed with my guy, Steph. Uh, last night, I came on and said, Kaminga looks like a young Kawhi, and I am sticking to it. Give me all the Kaminga minutes. This guy is the youngest player in the league, and he is intimidating guys like that. There's a fluidity to his game. He's athletic as hell. And, boy, he just knows how to play defense at that young of an age. Can you imagine with some development? This guy is going to be the real deal. We knocked this pick out of the park. I am loving Kaminga. Second of all, my guy Andy. I The negativity, I can't take it, man. We're 23-5. and five. Growing up, we missed the playoffs 19 of 20 years before our 2013 run. We got to enjoy this, man. I mean, was it a perfect game? It was not. But, man, we are literally – and we're the number one seed in the West. We're we're back, baby. (laughs) And the last thing you got to say, Steph Curry, I mean, he's my favorite athlete of all time. Bonte had a really cool stat. The Bay Area has the home run king, Barry Bonds, touchdown reception leader in Jerry Rice, stolen base leader in Henderson, and now Steph Curry with the three-point record. I think it's just a good time to kind of reminisce. What was your favorite Steph Curry moment? Of his tenure as a Golden State Warriors. Oh. Much love, guys. We're 23 and 5. We're on our way this year, and we're getting clay back next week.
1: Life is good. Love it. I fucking love it. I love uh, that hey, call. Let me go. Let me let me go first. I want to go Steph Curry favorite moment. I got one off the top of my head, Sam. You can you can take your time. Um, I was in person back when I was still covering the team in person at the game. Game seven. OKC. Coming back down from three run, three one. Uh, he had his uh, strained knee, sprained knee, whatever it was. And I've never seen Steph celebrate the way that he did after beating a team, after he went up against KD, Russ, Ibaka, all those guys, and just took over in a game seven winner go home situation. I saw him stand in front of a crowd and literally just stand there for like five minutes and just yell and scream and just look, just look at the crowd. And just soak it all in. Um, that felt like him getting over the mountaintop of, you know, the injury that he had, the the series being down that many against a team that they honestly probably weren't better than. Um, and just kind of a culmination of two seasons that he had been the best player in the world at that time. So I, that was my favorite stuff moment. He, to me, in that moment, that's the best player in the world. And he hasn't relinquished that. I'm going to go – there's a lot of moments, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about them all one day in the future. But I'm going to give love to the Houston game six in 2019 oh. after KD went down, especially since he had an awful first half. Um, he went nuclear in that fourth quarter, and when he when he pulled up on – when he pulled that off-the-dribble move on P.J. Tucker to seal the game, I was just like – I have nothing else. I don't need to see anything else out of this team for the rest of my life. They've proven that. <laughs> He's, you know, it's it, it was, particularly since it was Houston, that was one of my all-time favorites right there. Like, Houston got the lucky break of KD going down. Now they can prove that they beat the Warriors without KD. And Steph outplays CP and Harden when it matters the most. I mean, it just doesn't get any better, man. The guy has been through so many wars, which is, you know, kind of spin it to back to this year, right? The, the, the Steph, Draymond, Clay Iguodala, all these guys have been through so many wars. It, it just, to me, when it comes to postseason time, I think there's just another gear of trust that I have with these guys versus, for example, like the Phoenix Suns. Like, if you're going to tell me in a 6-7 game series, who's going to win, who do I trust? It's not even close. It's the guys that have won. And frankly, it's the guy that freaking has beat CP3 like four times in the past three years. And I think that's that's the most important part. When you look at this team in the postseason, so ah shit, man, we're, we're going to have to go for like four hours when he does retire on the top moments. But that's it's a It's a good preview. Ryan, what's up, bro?
6: Hey, what's up, boys? How's it been? You know,
1: hanging in there. <laughs> yeah,
6: child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel, he probably feels you, so. But, uh, first off, uh, could we get these players to stop hugging please for the love of God. We've gone through two COVID cities and both times, all these players like hugging and shit after the game, like, come on, we're about to have a COVID outbreak on the team at this point. But other than that, uh, Steph Curry just, it was the perfect moment. And I want to shout out the New York Knicks and Tom Thibodeau specifically for calling the timeout to let him have the moment at that very moment. It, it felt very natural. And I just want to shout him out for that. And then, uh, just a little Kaminga thing. The kid just keeps doing, going past all the indicators, especially on defense. Like He switched one through five the entire night, and it was just beautiful to watch. And again, this was a back-to-back, and we put him in the meat grinder and took two Ws. So let's go on to Boston and Toronto and put those two teams in the meat
1: grinder. <laughs> Love it. Thanks, Ryan. The grit, the grit um, and grind dubs, baby. Let's keep moving. Paritosh, what's up, man? I thought it was a foul. I didn't know if it was a tips timeout, but I guess it was a tips timeout. Okay, great catch. I thought maybe the Warriors took a foul or something and they called it time. But yeah, that was awesome.
4: Hey, Simon and me? There we go. We What's can up, hear production? you.
1: What's up, Eric? Yeah,
4: sorry, it's microphone issues for me. Anyway, so yeah, I hope you, all of us are finally relieved that Damien Lee broke his <laughs> three-point lull. <blood>, so <laughs> the biggest thing of the night. But on a more serious note, I was wondering, going back to the game, do you think that the slump that Steph is in is partially caused by the rotations, or maybe this he's having a tough time getting out of it because of the rotations? Because the, the he never gets to get into a rotation before. Like once he's hit like three score always takes him out at the six-minute mark. So yeah, that was my question. But apart from that, great. Oh shit! I think
1: we got Paritosh's question, I appreciate. Do. I, I really don't think it's the rotations, honestly. I think it's combo of the record and it being um, that part of the season where it's kind of like dog days. Like there's a little bit of grind. And then finally, Steph's just taking more threes. I feel like he's just a little more trigger happy than usual. A so. little trigger happy. I don't really have a problem I, with it either. I, I, I just, kind <laughs> of disagree with you though, Sam. Okay. I kind of disagree. I've been thinking about this, and I know I've said on previous pods that I don't think it's the rotations, but you know, Andrew Bogat did say a couple you know on a pod a year or so ago, friend of the show, Andrew Boget, um, did say that, you know, what makes Steph great is he's going to come into a game and he's ha- he's happy to kind of sit back and, and kind of watch his team kind of go through the passes and go through the oh, reads yeah, for, for three minutes or so, right? And then all of a sudden he'll kill you for three three threes in a layup in the next four. And I think. That rotation is messing him up a little bit. It is saying, like, well, he Steph's gotta come out and he's gotta kinda gun for shots. Because if he doesn't, he's gonna sit for a few minutes and he's gonna come back and he's gonna sit again next half. So I like the rotation idea. I like what Steve is doing. I I don't think I do think it also means that Steph is is he doesn't like it, obviously. I do think it's affecting the way that he likes to play basketball. Because if he's out there all twelve, he gets into his own rhythm. Just the style he plays is different. It's not like he's James Harden. He doesn't just have the ball and just dribble, 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 dribble shoot every single time down, so it doesn't matter how long he plays. So I, I think there's a fair point. I guess the question is, like, do you think Steph can adjust this game around that? I, I think he could. I think he can. He's been able to adjust to anything his whole career. So, I, But I think it is kind of a problem. Kind of I, can, I, can, I, can, I can hear you on that. He's not getting a chance to get his – his full rhythm going, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I still think, I still think it's not that big. A Small sample we'll size. See. Let's give it a, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Schick, what's going on, man?
5: Hey, what's up guys?
1: Not yeah. much. What's, what's good?
5: Yeah. I feel for Damian Lee, man, early fatherhood. And he's a uh, struggling with a young kid. But anyways, I hope, I hope this kid takes off for, uh, Seidel's shot Sidel's
7: uh Gen X or Bloodline for sh- for a shot rather than him.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of struggling. Anyways, uh yeah, so I was just like one of my Nuggets friends,
0: uh friends who's like a fan of the Nuggets was uh just kinda hating on Curry a bit. He's like yeah, Trey Young's gonna break this record in a few years anyway. What's <clears shit? throat> and I was I was telling him, man, there's levels
2: to this. Like first of all, Steph is unprecedented because of his volume and his efficiency and his overall impact of the game is, is what changed everything. I mean Trey Young doesn't do Trey Young stuff without stuff. So Trey Young know, I mean, also he, was a better shooter. <laughs> I exactly. also sick, I
1: appreciate the call. I'm I'm kinda confused why people think Trey will be the one who does it. Just because I'm looking at Trey's numbers right now. Um good shooter. Very good shooter to be to be perfectly frank, but he's not a great shooter. He's, his most he's ever made in a season is 205. <laughs> um I'm sure at some point he'll get up to the 300 range like James Harden, but I feel like he's he's more Dame Harden than Steph with the shooting. And I just don't think he's going to end up making enough threes. Like Steph's going to get to over 4,000. He's at 570 right now. Is he going to get 3,500? Mm, I don't know. That seems... I think the, there will be a player who challenges it, and I don't think that player's in the NBA. He's not in the you NBA know? right now. Agreed. I, also, d- does he watch Trae Young? Trae Young doesn't even play like Steph Curry. Trae Young plays like your traditional point guard. He's well,
7: it, it, a lot of floaters, draws fouls.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, just yeah, the way yeah. that he plays, that's just not a type of guy that's going to shoot that many threes. And, and like you said, he's also more of a Dame-level, hard-level shooter. But you know what? Like Most guys are. It's just like nobody's a Steph level fucking shooter. It's not like it's not a human being that exists on the world that's like that right now. Maybe robots. Yeah, I mean, he would need to average 250 a season for 14 years to get to, to 4,000. That would be up until he's age 38. I don't, I don't really know. That seems
0: he shoots six like a threes a game, seven threes a game. It's not enough.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know that. I, I. I I've i I've seen Trey mentioned a bunch. I think Trey can do a bunch of good things, but I don't I don't know where I, I don't know why people think he's gonna be the one that does this specific three point thing, you know? So Yeah, I'm I'm mostly, with it. I mean just a combination of the volume efficiency and ball handling is what you need to be Steph Curry and nobody has that. Just you know, yeah. one in existence. No one in existence. So make some stuff. Uh, let's keep going. Sebastian, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, go. guys? There we go what's up dude first
2: first time caller long time listener
5: so it was a great night it was a great night um i i do want to think uh think positive right i mean without the great defense that the team locked in at the on on the second half we wouldn't have won this game or the past what the past three games and i think that it, it is looking up pretty reliable defense and it's it's looking great ahead.
1: Uh, we're, we're waiting for play, and it's going to be great, Yeah, appreciate it, Sebastian. Short and sweet call to the point. I think I think yeah. Now that we've seen this, that's the next thing. Now that we've seen Steph break the record, next week maybe. Oh, oh you get me pumped up. You yep. get Is me pumped up, maybe, maybe, maybe next week. I don't know, man. It seems it's right around the corner. This is a month rewards, man. man. Sam, Sam sources. Sources. everyone, December, everyone the, December 20th. Every, everyone and their mom thinks it's the 20th or the 23rd. I, if, if, you know what? If I had to guess, I'd say 23rd. But, okay. but um, who knows? Who knows? They could push it to after Christmas for all we know. Uh, Dude, they keep win- I, no, they keep, I can't
4: stand it anymore. They keep winning, they keep
1: winning games like this. Ah. There's not like there's a huge rush. I, I, it's a rush because I want it to happen. Sam, I am sick and tired of waiting. It's been two years. I'm selfish. It's, it's about the war. <laughs> I just, oh, man. I, oh, you know, when, when Clay's with, ready, yeah. gets bring him back. But, ah. Uh, uh, yeah, when you it's, get, it's so close to it being a thing that it's just like, come on, man. Just get it done. Just come yeah. on. But, it's like oh, uh, compared it to something. But, you know, well, you know, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Come on, boys and girls. Zachary. Turn yourself off mute. What's up, man? Hey, Sam. Hey, Andy. How's it going? Hey. What's Good. Up? What's up, dude? Uh,
6: big fan. Love the content. Um, first things first, like, all the flowers for Steph, man. Congrats. Like, greatest of all time. Um, I was going to call with a hot take and say that Kaminga needed, uh, you know, 20 minutes a game, but everybody's pretty much covered <laughs> that. So, uh, I'll one-up it and just say uh, Moody needs some minutes, too uh there's nothing out there i'm seeing like d lee is doing that moody couldn't do and then Kamiga needs 20 minutes as
1: well so that's it guys thanks Hell yeah hey i saw sam i saw moses moody shot 20 times in a g League game you know what that tells me you know what that tells me that guy has some fucking confidence <laughs> <laughs> that guy that guy is not passing up shots it would be cool to see Moses Moody play some minutes. Um, it's, hey, it's mid-December. You lose a game here or there. Who cares? Um, get the guy some run. I'd be interesting to see Moody out there. Uh, 28 shots? My God. Have you ever taken 28 shots? That's crazy. Maybe of alcohol. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have tequila. I was going to say 28 shots of a game, not a chance in hell. I get that many up. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? And th- they're letting him handle the ball in the G League. Like it's clear yeah. they're trying to just see what he can do beyond. Like he's gonna be able to shoot the ball in the NBA. But can he be more than that? You know? Yeah. All right. Keep moving.
2: Ty. Yo yo. What's up, man? Oh, I was good. I got I got a a quick point and then and then a, a halfway double point. I'm gonna try and uh, keep it a little little curt. But um, I do think the the one good thing. Uh, that comes out of the Steph, um, you know, December slump annually is that uh, it kind of distracted us all from the fact that Clay is tantalizingly close. And at this point, I'm not sure how much less strenuous, um, like the dog days of December basketball are than like 30 minutes of scrimmage against people who are trying to prove themselves and fight for their careers. But um, going forward, uh, I think with the Steph versus the refs thing, I think that has to end. But, like, on a deeper level, I think, like, the new rules are are going to help a lot of that just because, like, I think a lot of the beef between refs and players comes from the fact that for, like, years, refs have been trying to trick uh, – players have been trying to trick refs. And reffing, as much as they all suck, is, like, the hardest job in America and the least appreciated. Uh, and that, like, just causes beef and then that causes text and that shit annoys everybody. But it kind of leads into why it's so special, like, what Steph does. Is because like in the society where everything's capitalism and exploitation and get it for one and sell it for two and a let's reverse engineer uh, legacy by making sure I have two all NBA guards on every team I play with Kevin Durant. But like when you have something that's like pure, like that's real, it's organic. Like yo, the Warriors had as much talent as anybody, but it happened just kind of like not by accident, but on some real shit. And I don't know. I just think it's 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 special to see something real. Um that nobody really could because we're so cynical. Like anybody else having any other kind of record, and you see a little bit of the hate just because like that's the internet, but like seeing everybody understand this is a real moment where real things happen. It's like yeah. especially, especially sports. Hi, great call. Damn that
1: call called the fucking season so far. I think I think he's right, by the way. It's the fact that we've seen Steph go through the low points and not quit with this team, go through the injuries. Get to the finals, lose in the finals, get knocked yeah. back down—like that stuff makes it more special. Instead of just jumping ship anytime the team doesn't work, for you. <laughs> he's real. This is why this is why everybody gathers to watch Steph Curry on a Tuesday night. I mean, even if it's not this game, everybody gathers to watch Steph Curry on a Saturday night, Wednesday night. It's just—and it, it, not even Steph Curry, the Warriors. When Clay's going to be back, this team is going to be upset. There's something different about the way that they do this organically. I think Ty is right. And, and people resonate to that. This is why people are teams of fans. And that resonates, I think, a lot more. That I was, I was awesome. I got nothing else to add. Hey, old, old Count the Dings friend, Kerma. What's hey.
3: up? Hey, hey guys. I wasn't sure you remember. Of course.
1: Uh, I, I remember. So, What's uh, going uh, on?
3: I'm finally, you know, I got the nerve to press <laughs> the button. So but appreciate you. All the time. Um, My thing is is I just want to say that I had no idea that I would get this emotional watching him break the record. Like I was standing up. I was clapping as if I was at Madison square garden. It was, it just, I was like, what is happening? I had no idea it was going to hit me like that, but it was so beautiful. Just all the love that was in there. It was so awesome. And he, he's just he's just the best, and that's why we say Steph better. We say everything Steph. Um, and lastly, I just want to say: Do we really think that we are going to trade anybody for Sabonis? I, just, I can't, take can't take it. All right, thank you guys so much.
1: Appreciate. You. Call back in. <laughs> I'm I'm willing to put my name on the line that I don't know if the Warriors will make a trade or not. I'm. I'm siding with not, but if they do, there's no way in hell it's for <laughs> Sabonis. The not fucking Sabonis. No, it's not happening, man. This team is too smart. Um, Back to the stuff. Stuff. I prepared today, Sam, like it was a playoff game. I, I went to my buddy's house. I started drinking at like 3 o'clock. I left work early. You know what I mean? Like I was ready for this game. I was mentally locked in and it's, they just talked about it earlier. They did it the right way, man, Um, from, from pregame to – the hype to the celebration to the post game. I got to go back and watch the post game. Just everything was done. Great. Good for Steph. It's done any better. It, the other thing was Sam, have you seen Del Curry's fit tonight? I think that that's what you should do. That's what you should do. Now that you're a, you're a new dad, you should try Del Curry's fit on. Would we'll look good on you. Stop. <laughs> in the chain. Stop. Stop. He, I, he, I need you to stage an intervention if I show up with a thin (laughs) shirt into a Gucci belt. (laughs) Intervention right now. Midlife crisis fully on display. I couldn't help it. I couldn't I could see you doing it. You know, you look like a fob uncle, you know, your favorite. (laughs) That is, I mean, no comment.
8: (laughs)
3: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: <laughs> Chris, what's up, man? Chris got an incredible A.V. He looks like he's uh, he's trap day every day. Shoulder day all day. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, there can you go. hear me
5: now? There we go. Yeah, what's what's up, can buddy? hear you. What's up, man? Sam Andy was good. Myers fan was goody mob. Hey, uh, <laughs> I think uh, this kind of goes full circle because Steph kind of breaking out, and getting those 54 points in the Garden back in 2013, and to so this all-time three-point uh, record, this is like full circle for Steph. And then to see, uh, <coughs> <coughs> sorry, I was late over here. I'm over on the uh, on the East Coast. Don't worries, bro. Uh, to uh, to Kaminga, yo, he's been playing crazy good, like. He deserves at least five to eight minutes a game. And if he plays well, he should get 10 to 12 minimum. Um, but other than that, that's all I got. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, Chris, appreciate it. Colin, Colin again, I, I agree with you. I think we people love Kaminga. Good. People love Kaminga, bro. Because it does not matter if he plays two minutes or – it does not matter if he plays 30 seconds. He gives you at least one wow play a game where you're like, Nah, I, I gotta watch this more I need a little more of this I know what Damian Lee is going to do No offense I know what like, some of these other guys right. are going to do right. I need it yeah. yeah, exactly uh, More Kuminga More Kuminga in 22 that's, that's the new Light Years motto Everything Warriors The only thing Warriors fans agree on Is, is Steph is amazing and, and Kuminga needs more run I love it <laughs> uh, Oh, hey you. By the way, mean, Neil, know, Neil, you're such a troll for that picture. <laughs> that <laughs>
0: got is,
6: there's Nico an explanation Manion. though.
2: There's, there's an explanation. a sick
6: guy, man. I might, I might own a Nico Mannion jersey for finishing last in the Light Years Discord oh. Fantasy Football League. So <laughs> it's really my own bad drafting and team management
1: so you can work to coachella like it will it'd be cool
6: yeah maybe just, outside outside lands next year
1: uh, i am aware so i am aware just so so people know in the, in the light years discord there was a fantasy league and i i have kept my dibs on it i am aware that neil finished last i just want to know how you guys found an eco manager did you have to custom it
6: i, I don't know if they have i don't know i haven't like looked for it yet but like i'm because <laughs> like you know I'm, I'm in the consolation bracket so I think I think we're doing it so that whoever finishes last and that would be last, but I'm not, not just
1: last in the regular season. You got to lose out in the playoffs too. Got to lose out
6: in the in the loser playoffs. Yeah, I think that's how it's going. But I guess I'll find out in the Discord later. Um, but I'm getting roasted. But
1: um. Jesus <laughs> Christ! By, by the way, Neil Ragavan, part of the uh, Light Years Dream Team. Uh, obviously, it's Neil at the top, along with producer Tim, and then you know Sam and I bringing up the rare. So appreciate you, brother. Of course.
6: Yeah. And I was just saying, I was just going to say, um, yeah, watching that game, like the, you I would have loved for it to happen at home, but if it was going to be, it was going to be anywhere else, New York city, um, was the place for it to happen. Um, you know, it makes me miss my, uh, my New York days for sure. Cause the sporting, a big sporting event in New York is, uh, there's not much else like it. Um, and honestly, I I think I'd probably lean more toward this, his slump being kind of record related. I think like you see it in like baseball where guys are going for like records for like, you know, home run milestones and they kind of just stop hitting um, I think it's probably something similar to that. And I think we should see him
1: break out um, in the next few games, but
6: yeah, that's all I got.
1: Need Steph to drop 12 threes in Boston on Friday. That's going to be, that's <laughs> how we'll know. It's about the record that once he's beyond the record, if he just, if he just starts heating up, you know, maybe gives this eight to 10 in Boston, maybe it's another eight to 10 in Toronto, the following game. <laughs> Starts lighting it up then then we'll i know that's by the way that's that's the standards he's at like a five three-pointer game it's like yeah eh. you know, it's just eh. it, it was subpar tonight that's no, nothing special he's got to hit like nine for us to be like oh he was he was in a it was a good game hey, good him. night yeah, yeah good <laughs> night good for staff nine threes you know 38 points tonight not bad oh, by the way also getting double teamed and triple teamed <laughs> yeah oh. let's Oh, we got producer. Oh,
4: there we go. Bringing all the goats. Oh, man. You know what? I actually didn't even mean to to send a speak request. But <laughs> now that I'm here, now that I'm here. uh, Did you get the now, twice tickets I mean, in L.A.? Did you, by chance? Man, I'm not going to no concert. Uh, <laughs> I right, right. so, thought you would. I, mean, are I thought you, you would. Are you, are you paying? Yeah, I got go. my tickets yeah. last week. Oh, man. You know Have a good time. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, you, you, Producer Tim. Tim.
0: <laughs> well, what you got for us? What, oh, well, I was going to go.
1: Uh, I was messing with him, but all right. If you want to call back on Tim. Tim. Tim, if you want to hit back up, we'll bring you in. We got three more to get to. Let's get through it. Mark, what's up,
2: man? Yo, what's hey, up, guys? Yo. Big fan. Here we go. Um, Stephen A. Smith, I know, probably not the best source, but uh, <clears throat> he said, uh, the Warriors can win potentially the next couple championships. What are you guys' thoughts on that? And does Steph become the greatest of all time if they do, do that?
1: First off, Whew. I was um, I was discussing with with friend of the show uh, Jason Maples how Steph is this generation's Kobe, and Correct. I think tonight nights like tonight really exemplify because like the only player of the last era I can think of who gets people to just like drop what they're doing to watch them go for a singular accomplishment was Kobe, right? And then they have the same exact group of haters, the same people, the same people who said T-Mac was the same caliber of players. Kobe tell you Dame Lillard is the same caliber of players. Steph Curry. So all that's to say, because when people say the Warriors can win a couple more, it reminds me of how, like, people took everything away from Kobe. Oh, well, he had Shaq. Oh, he did this. And then he went and won titles like Powell and new cast. I kind of feel like that's going to happen with the Warriors with this group. I don't know if it happened this year, but I feel pretty confident that they're going to get their shot at getting their – get at least one more, if not more than that, titles. And kind I of agree. cementing the legacy that, you know, hey, KD was great, but – don't ever think he built this, you know. Yeah. Oh God, that's a great line. Fucking put that on a shirt. I wonder if she's <laughs> in here. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, Stephen A. By the way, I don't know what paycheck he's gotten from whom. Most likely Joe, but Jesus, he is on a warrior slurp fest. Um, and I love it. Um, w- with Steph and MJ, I, it's hard to say he's gonna be better unless he wins more titles because he's lost in the finals. So hey, if he gets seven. <laughs> but geez, seven. Um, and and, and I, to I, be I don't honest, dare, yeah. And to be honest, I don't really care if he wins another title. If he wins another title, we're now talking about a guy with four titles who's done it kind of over the span of a decade with different teams, different teammates. I mean, Barbosa was on the first title. Wiggins might be on the next title. You you know what I'm saying? Like at a certain point, the longevity speaks for itself. So. The fact that we can put Steph in that conversation, that he's putting himself in that conversation is what matters. Cause it's it's all subjective. You go talk to some like six year old, they'll be like, Kareem was the best I ever saw. You know, it's like everyone, everyone goes with what they saw the best. The point is you want him to be in that conversation. I, I think he wins one more though. He is firmly in that top 10 conversation. I think right now he's a little bit outside of it. I think same with KD. I just, I don't know why people put KD in front of Steph in all these conversations. He's not, but if Steph wins one more, yeah, he's he's in that convo. You don't want to hear us talk. About, I mean, actually, the you guys do. <laughs> like, the timeline <laughs> might not. <laughs> we are going to talk about it. All right. Uh, let's get on? let's get let's get Tim back up here. Sorry yeah. for cutting you off, Tim.
4: Oh no, yeah, it's all good, bro. It's all good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, everybody's pretty much said everything that you could say about Steph right now. But I got I got another question. What are the odds that Steph – oh, one, Steph gets MVP, two, Draymond gets Defensive Player of the Year, and three, and most importantly, an Andrew Wiggins all-star <laughs> appearance?
1: Ooh. Ooh, I love that one. I'm going to – I might have to just – I might have to just lead the Wiggins – all star campaign on the timeline just to watch people get like wait but you hated him just to see them get really mad. But um, <gasps> oh, you want you want to run no. through it? All right. I Ste- Steph MVP. To Steph MVP. What do you think the odds are? uh It's probably the most likely thing to happen at this point, right? So he's the favorite. Ooh. If you're all, out of all of these three, it would be the most likely thing to happen would be Steph. Lange. I think I he's think Draymond. I think Draymond Defensive Player of the Year is the most likely. Huh. Uh, just because they're so good defensively, and I think a lot of media people are looking at Gobert winning three, and they're like, "Come on, guys, you know, like, <laughs> let's, 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 make fit. let's make this. Let's make this MVP." I, I think at least KD, it's gonna be a little bit of a like Steph or KD type of vote, like. I think Steph's the front-runner, but I think that one... Like, who's making a case for defensive did, player? Yeah, I, that's true. I, I, I mean, I also I saw the straw poll that Tim Bontemps did uh, earlier mm-hmm. this week, and I just... Damn, near, looks like another unanimous campaign that Steph's... But, you know, early in the season. Early in the season. So we'll see. Um, but... I just, you're right. I, just, There's I no swear, God, for, I swear for to for God, Jeremy. if they give Rudy Gobert fourth Defensive Player of the Year, I'm gonna lose my mind. I mean, they're gonna lose in the first round or second round again. It's like, do we? That... At this point, you're devaluing the award. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like a good player, but like you're gonna have him win like the most defensive player of the years of all time? Come on, man. Is that you know? for the most? Yeah, that's. The, that's I don't. I don't know if it's the most, but he's got to be approaching it. Jesus so. Christ. Nice. Andrew Wiggins All Star. By the way, Mike. Shout out to producer Tim. By the way, we do we do these pods like every other day, and he's he's grinding out there with us for us um to get these out. So um Andrew Wiggins All Star campaign. Tim, come on, man, come on, come on. <laughs> Mike Vick is actually called in, Sam, when you weren't here, I think about a week ago, talking about, you know, if you look at the wing options and the front court options in the Western Conference with the way that, you know, LeBron, maybe like some of these guys, like, maybe Wiggins has a case. So, you know, maybe. I, th- maybe. I, think he, I actually think he has a case, but I'm going to run down names for you real quick. Okay? All right. Steph, CP3, yeah. Booker, yeah. Luka, PG13, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. LeBron that's six yeah. AD that's seven Jokic that's eight go who I despise that's nine. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, now we're getting to like I don't know Donovan Mitchell 10 yeah. um Draymond Green probably does no Draymond definitely deserves yes. yeah, that's okay. 11 um I don't know it's I've probably forgot someone really obvious too like I didn't mention Dame but he's not playing like an all-star so, uh, but he's uh, got name cachet like, and so jaw might been,
0: be out of there. He's been hurt, so like, it's you know,
1: jaw. I ja would have said would be a lock before yeah. the injury, and now it's yeah. like, I don't know if he's gonna play enough games. Um, cat, yeah. you know, I don't know. I think it's yeah. gonna, It's kind of Garrison Mika's Matthews. Right. And I'm just, talking around. I'm just Mika's, talking about Mika's about. right, though. There's not a lot of wings, but it, there there is a lot of stars. Like, they might just take an all star team of guards and big men.
0: Maybe some coaches
1: decision type of stuff. I mean guys might just love the, the, the story of By the way, the stood narrative of the Warriors. Yeah, O two of O2, I mean, tell you Fitz's propaganda is gonna be incredible. Come come, uh, if like before all-star campaign and then after if Wiggins is an all-star, Fitz is going to be incredible. The stuff that he's gonna say. I honestly want him to be an all-star just to hear what Fitz would say. And Joe. Yeah. Joe's gonna yeah. go on TK show and, and just talk about how you know you know what. Right now we're in. We do <laughs> we got another one? Do we got another guy? We do. Oh, we, get to, we get to Pastor John McGuire.
7: Oh, hey, yo. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I want to circle back on the record. Um, I This number keeps popping in my head, and I keep thinking of Babe Ruth as well when I think of Steph establishing a number that no one will understand. 5,000. Can he get to 5,000 three-pointers? You know, 350 a year, six years. That's 21. That gets him there, right? Like, it's possible, right? Could he get to 5,000 three pointers? How insane would that be? Five. Five, five. K. Oh. And then who in the world's gonna get to 5K? That makes him Babe Ruth. That makes him the greatest of all time in the
1: story. We're gonna, you know, they have Barry Bonds on the postgame show showing Steph Love. We're gonna have to get, we're gonna have to get Steph some of Barry's trainers because he's gonna <laughs> need to be producing at 41, 42 to hit 5,000.
7: True, 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 true. But that, I mean, that—that's the thing. Like, he doesn't have to average as much as, like, he doesn't have to go like four, four hundred threes a year. And the way the the league's going, if he can just kind of just keep hitting them and hitting them, when we don't need him to drive all the time to the hole because we got Kaminga now. I mean, maybe <laughs> he got a shot. Who knows?
1: Look, when these commanding to... double teams, you know, stuff's going to be open.
7: Yeah, he looks like the next freak for some reason. I mean, I don't think he will be, but you never know. He's he's showing all these signs freaking amazing maybe that helps Steph extend it out where then he's getting these crazy passes from Kaminga out to the wing at the tail end of his career and he just passed <laughs> those numbers up to 5k
1: <laughs> yeah I, 5 is, a lot. Let's it leave it is there. a lot
7: but it's there it's like I'm not being an insane person that's the crazy part
1: there's one person that can do it I mean, he might get another thousand in three seasons. Like, that's very doable. And if he can get to 4,000 by age 37, whoo. yeah, because then you that's... think he'd
7: hang around. He'd hang around to get the 5K. It's
1: not, it's not, it sounds impossible, but it's not impossible. We're going to end it there. McWalters, appreciate you. Appreciate everyone who listened in.